Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gems, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Guys, welcome. This is a very special episode. I'm letting you into a, a, a very special part of my life. My former boss, mentor, and good friend, the incredible, inimitable, Jane Larkworthy, beauty director extraordinaire, is in the house. She is. She's incredible. I cannot wait to introduce you to her. But first, we're going to talk beauty, hair accessories. They're, they're a thing for grown-ups now, and they were at the Golden Globes, so we got to discuss that. Um, then, Nordstrom is going natural. Is it Nordstrom's or Nordstrom? I never Nordstrom, know. Nordstrom, singular. Okay, sorry. Nordstrom's. And, Nordstrom's. <laughs> and lastly, 
nipple news. Lots of new nipple news. You're going to have to stay tuned to find out what we're talking about. So Jess, do you know what I noticed last weekend at the Golden Globes? There, there was a hair accessory moment. Janelle Monet had like little pearls, barrettes, or, or I don't know what they were, sewn into her, her up to. And I was like, hair accessories. Could I pull that off? Yeah. I've been contemplating this all week. What are your thoughts on hair accessories for like an over, I don't know, 15-year-old? Over 15? I thought you were going to say like maybe over 22. Oh, there's a cutoff for you? Well, no. I mean, there's no cutoff. But I mean, like an 18-year-old could certainly wear hair accessories. You really think they're for children? Like, like you know, teens and tweens and younger? I, no, because I have hair accessories. But every time I put them in my I just feel like... Oh, am I pulling this off right? Like, I got to address the rest of the outfit so it's not too young. I do think it. I think that's actually a really good tip. I do think, like, I think a tortoiseshell clip you can never, you know, fail with. Mm, do or tell. a nice, like, I have a, um, an elastic band that has, like, a, a solid gold bar attached to it. Like, as long as you keep the shape simple and the palette really subdued, you can't go wrong. I do think things can get a little funny when you have, like, little, like, bells and whistles and doilies going on it's a little oh like when you were little my mom used to make me barrettes where we had ribbon and we would weave it in and out and then they would hang down with little beads on the end your mom was skilled yeah um i saw a couple actually that i liked there's a salon in new york called salon i'm gonna butcher this name but like ruggieri well i'll put a link on the site and they're like cool beetles and stuff so that's a little quirky like like a beetle like a bug hair barrette like a pin and like you stick it in your hair this is throwing off your rule from earlier i know i know I know, and that's where I'm saying, like, I think that that's a little bit more advanced, mm. but I think if you keep the outfit simple, but I'm going to kind of blow your mind right now. Okay. In the early 2000s, okay. I was very into, like, Jennifer Bear headbands. Do you remember her, that designer? Absolutely. She did really beautiful, like, lacy headbands and... You know, she's still around. I I have a turban of hers. Well, I'm so beautiful segue. My friend at the same time was, you know, she saw I was doing like all these like, you know, turbany things. And she at the same time was just like by coincidence, making tons of turbans on her own and selling them at the store Zoe. I have like a ton of them. I'm bringing them back for spring. Here they are, Jen. Oh my God, you have a turban. I've got three. Wait, okay. See, this is the thing. I've never worn the turban outside of like work or the because I don't know what to do with it. What what does one do? You does put one the keep turban their, on, guys? Okay. I'm putting the turban on. It's just a silky turban. It's not a turban. That's like a big headband. It's like a head, no, it's a headband, but you wear it turban style. It's oh. a very '90s Prada, early aughts. She sold them. Mel C, you got to keep making them, girl. She stopped. She made Mel C from the Spice Girls? No, her name was Melanie Cohen, but now it's Melanie Hawk. Okay. Oh my God, that looks amazing. They're gorgeous. And they were silky, and she stopped making them. And you just tuck your hair in the back, and it is a look. You could be wearing JCPenney. You think I could pull that off? Yes. With my brows. Oh, the stronger the brow, the better. Very Frida Kahlo. I think it's all about a turban. It looks so cool. Maybe a black goodie stretch headband. Guido Paolo always Okay, baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, start with simple, a goodie headband, a little turban, and then maybe work up to the let's, let's all do this together. Good Homework, yeah. people. Homework. You make me feel. You make me feel. You make me feel like a natural woman. Jen. Mm-hmm. Guess what's happening at Nordy's? <laughs> Is that what you call Nordstrom? Yeah, Nordy's. 
Well, I'm over here calling it Nordstrom's, so Nordstrom's. shows you how much poor I Nordstrom. know. Poor Nordstrom. Um, Nordstrom is opening a natural beauty outpost in 46 of their brick and mortar stores. That's a lot of stores. They are committed to this. Yeah, this isn't movement. an experiment. So, what's no. this outpost going to be? So, I looked into it, and you know, to be fair, I didn't have a heart to heart with their beauty buyer, but it seems like. It's just things that are sort of naturally inclined, things that don't have parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. That's their only three no-no ingredients. From my research. Yes. It didn't seem to have like um, a hard and fast like edict about what natural means to them. And that's, that's a little bit of my kind of confusion about the thing. I don't know they have separate, you know, like staffers who are natural no, experts or anything. I'm not confused then. We're not, they're not going the whole foods route with the hard and fast rules. They're not doing credo beauty where mm-hmm. there's a whole list. They're doing the like, let's get a piece of the pie marketing version of natural so that like, if there's a cool brand, but you know, they use propylene glycos, okay, because it's green, they might let it in. Do you I, know what I mean? I, I'm, not a, I'm not a natural expert, I'm not a chemist, but it seems to be like, they must have customers coming in, this is my suspicion, mm-hmm. that are like, I want something natural, give me something natural, and they are doing their job as marketers and you know uh, retailers and saying like let's address that customer i don't think that they have the strictest criteria and i don't have a problem with that but i also this just kind of makes me it brings up like my personal bugaboo which you know you know very well like how i feel natural doesn't really mean anything in a broad term when it comes to like what's on the shelves right but I also think that's a more luxe retailer than, say, a Macy's or a Walmart. And we've been seeing such a big rise in the luxe natural. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe Tata Harper started it, who knows, whatever. But now there's so many more high-end brands. And if they're a high-end retailer, that's probably their thinking more so than, like, we're going to be the super green, play by the rules. It's Mm -hmm. probably just, like, I mean, think about the people that buy natural. They usually are a a more luxe-inclined customer, in my opinion. Lately. I don't know. You don't think? I don't know. I think it started from... That being interesting to think about. I don't know the answer, but I think maybe it started from people who were like the co-op shoppers who... True. Those are the people know, are doing really it for care. those reasons. And then the Lux customer might be doing it because it's trendy mm-hmm. or because, you know, she likes the packaging or it's gotten chic enough or it delivers enough results. Yeah. But yeah, they'd be missing out if they weren't addressing exactly. that. Are they bringing on, do you know, any new brands? Is that part of it too? Because if so, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I feel like Nordstrom is always expanding their market, but the brands that they are carrying that are in this natural space, and this is by no means a, a diss to these brands. It's just that I don't look at them as purest natural brands. Alterna, Bare Minerals, Eve Lom, uh, Butter London, but then you also have um, a brand like RMS and Tata Harper, which to me, those they feel like really um, stringent. Yes. You know, from, from what I know. I, mean, I read somewhere recently about the green to yellow spectrum. I forget what it was about, but like oh, some are on the more green spectrum, like the RMS, see episode one, mm-hmm. Rosemary Swift yeah. beauty. And some of them might be just naturally inclined, like an alterna hair care or bare minerals because, you know, they don't have synthetic pigment. But um, I'll be interested to see if it does well. Also, I would love to know, you know, Nordstrom is so known for their customer service. I would love to know if their salespeople are really being educated on this mm. topic. Ooh, we're gonna do we're gonna do secret shopper. Yeah, we should do a little secret, secret shop. shopper. Sorry guys, we're it's going happening. to Jersey. We're, we're going, going to Jersey. Jersey. Girl, you know what it is.
rack city bitch rack rack city bitch rack city bitch rack rack city bitch just i got a press release last week that just like stopped me in my tracks as you know because i forwarded to you apparently (laughs) nipple reduction surgery is on the rise not just nipple reduction areola reduction surgery Wait a second. What's the difference between nipple, nipple and areola? Nipple is the protruding part that like milk comes out of that looks like a like a bottle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay Ariel, okay. I hope okay, you okay. know what an areola yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a bunch of surgeons have been saying, "Oh, if you wanted to write an article about this," and I was like, "Why would I want to write an article about this?" Because apparently there's a 30% rise in women requesting smaller nipple size. Not a published study, by the way, just from one plastic surgery group. But even still, in one year, 30% more women wanting smaller nipples. Your face is hilarious right now. What are you thinking? Like, I I don't know why this kind of thing. I think it's the idea of nipple surgery. It's just kind of a visceral reaction, like makes me like uncomfortable, like someone talking about like, yeah. Anyway, it's weird that I'm having this, this reaction because I've had it done. Just nipple root? No. Here's my suspicion. I think that there are a lot more reductions that were that you know that are happening, and also people are going for smaller breast implants than there used to be. So lo and behold, even if let's say you had smaller breasts but larger nipples, mm-hmm. any decent plastic surgeon who has like, you know, an eye for aesthetics is going to make your nipples proportionate to like your new C cups or small D cups or whatever. So when you have a reduction, they will make your nipples proportionate to your new smaller boobs. If you get a C, you know, you're going to get nipples that quote unquote belong on a C. So I think that they're kind of being crafty in like, oh, look, it's a new story. I think it's a little bit of spin. I have numbers to back you up, though. Okay, keep going. Two things. One, yes. By and large, smaller breasts are more trendy right now. And this group actually did a study on what percentage of your breast the nipple should take up, like what is the most attractive. So apparently, um, if your nipple occupies 25 to 30% of the breast area, that mm-hmm. is the most attractive. So that is what you were saying. I think that's true too. Yeah. But this is about, even if you don't get a breast reduction or for that matter, a breast enlargement, people are coming in just being like, I like the size and shape of my breast, but I just want smaller areola or less protruding nipples. Do we think Back to the a- lead that we buried about five minutes ago. You had nipple reduction surgery? I did not have nipple, like a la carte nipple reduction surgery. I hesitated whether or not I would talk about this, but I feel like, I wrote about it for Cosmo. Um, so, so people know. I, and Cosmo has a circulation of like 8 billion, so why not tell, you know, multiple thousands? Um, yes, I did. I had breast reduction, breast reduction surgery. And when you have that surgery, and we can talk about this. I'd actually really like to talk, to talk about this at a different time because... Um, a non-nipple focused and, time. Yeah, a non-nipple focused time. And, and I promise you guys I will in case anyone is interested. Um, but they make your nipples proportionate to your breast size. So if you have larger boobs, there's a good chance you might have larger nips. And areolas. And, are, and areolas. So um, my doctor, who's amazing, anyone in the New Jersey area, Dr. Michael Pecorero, like, what's up? He... <laughs> made everything aesthetically pleasing. So it's all proportionate, which so it's is all that, proportionate. those numbers I was talking about, how it's a percentage right. of, but so what do you, what you better than anyone, what's your take on this whole like nipple reduction I surgery? get it. Like, I mean, I was never like, doc, please fix my nips. Like it was the whole thing. I was, 
upset with. But it was I wrote about this for Cosmo, as I said, and I got really kind of heart-wrenching feedback from a lot of people. But an email that I got from somebody was from somebody who actually went to their like brother or, or like friend. No, I think it was like their brother went to my surgeon in New Jersey and they said how they got um, like a male procedure for like um, like a male breast reduction. Yes. But, like I was re- so I actually like read up about it and the person. Gynoplasty or something. Like gynoplasty. Yeah. I'm not even going to say it, but I think you guys know what I mean. And I did a lot of reading about that after because it was such like the letter really upset me so much because she was saying how he was bullied and teased to like no end and how basically Dr. Pecorero changed his life for the better. And I was researching it. I found all these Reddit threads, all of these blogs about how men are like young, especially young guys are teased about like big nipples and stuff. So I can't be such a jerk that I was no. being to be like, oh, nipple reduction is another thing you don't really need. But for some people, See, men especially, men I especially, because like they're like, think about like if you're 12 years old at the swim club, oh, changing in gym. Nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Like guys get tormented. So I think that, you know, girls, yeah, you get made fun of or you're self-conscious if you're making out with guys and you're kind of coming of age. It's hopefully with someone that wants to at least see your boobs. But guys get really, you know, taken through the ringer. Okay, but I don't want a press release about it telling no, me that it's like get some, a trend no. to get smaller nipples. I think, I think that we need perpetuates to something yeah, that we, need to we shouldn't be perpetuating. Dig into this topic a little on another yeah. on another episode. But I I do think if you want if you're not comfortable with your nipples, if you're getting if it's really upsetting you. I'm not mad at somebody who wants to, like, investigate that. Agree. Hey, everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allomoves is the award-winning, on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allomoves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Aloe Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. 
Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honeylove, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honeylove came along. Honeylove's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honeylove products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honeylove is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Writer, editor, beauty legend Jane Lockworthy. She's had an illustrious career having been the beauty director at magazines like Jane and W, and she's known for her wit, wardrobe, and refreshing candor. Jane, thank you for joining us on Fat Mascara. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Let's <laughs> dish. <laughs> Let's dish. Yeah. What you're known for in the business is your voice and your style of writing. It's very, um, it's one of the few editors, I think, that it's, you, you can tell it what it is even without looking at your byline. Thank you. How would you describe it? Uh, Self-deprecating. Uh, no bullshit, if we can say bullshit. Uh, thank you. No bullshit. Um, and kind of, I, I guess it goes back, you know, humor, obviously, but also, like, we all just want this to work, and we want to see how it works, and we want to get excited about something. And um, I credit Jane Pratt, because when I joined Jane Magazine, 
prior to that, I was a Glamour Mademoiselle, and the magazines had a voice, but the editors themselves, few and far between, did. I certainly didn't, and I never had a byline, really, when I was there. And at Jane, everyone had a byline, and everyone had their own voice. So it was, you know, zero to 100 from day one when I got that job there. And having an editor helped. I had Suzanne Cologne, who you know, who helped hone my voice, who made me funnier than I thought I could be. When you're edited, it's a great luxury to have an editor who, who, who knows your voice, but who you can also say, I would never say that. Mm-hmm. And, you know... You guys, I have to say, this is fascinating to watch you two, because in case we didn't make it clear, Jane oh, yeah. used to be Jess's <laughs> boss at W Magazine. And this is like, I'm loving every minute of this. I'm like a fly <laughs> on the wall for your careers. We Jane actually, was my first boss. We actually go back further, because Jess yeah. was an intern at Jane. Yeah. And I didn't know her. And all I saw was this, like, smiley, wide-eyed, like, hi, Jane. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, who is this girl? Like, I, I didn't know the depth that was there. I'll admit that. It was this really She's sweet girl. She's more than girl. a pretty face. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, there there is the intern who might think she's pretty great. And then there's the intern who was just, you know, nose to the grindstone. And Jessica was a hard worker, but she was also just wide-eyed and like, hi. <laughs> and, then, so and then Carrie Diamond, I think, hired you or worked with you. Yeah. And she basically like told me how great you were because you never worked with me at Jane so I had no, no idea no I think I like shuffled a few products around probably okay. like looking like hi yeah I was like keep <laughs> her away from like me until I'm out of the office hey, what did you say like a little deer it was it was a little toe in the headlights I was I, I loved being at Jane because everyone was kind of a personality like like you were saying everyone was had their byline mm-hmm. and like they kind of were their own character Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and there was lots of celebrity I feel like you guys got to interview everybody right you've done so many celebrity interviews over the years we did yeah I mean not so much me like I never did the cover stories or anything but But even if there was like a perfume launch with like a J-Lo or whoever you even just posted cassette tapes of your celebrity interviews oh my god yeah so who were like who what are some of your most memorable name one like a celebrity where you're like that was can't be topped can I start with the bad one? Absolutely. That's mm. kind of what I was wishing you'd say instead. I'm actually doing a um, a moth kind of thing next weekend. It's called Inkless. It's up. We have a house in the Berkshires, as you guys know, and there's this coffee house that's doing. They call it Inkless, and the theme is mistakes. And I'm like, okay, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, many of which I can't talk about. But <laughs> I think so. All right, let me let me backtrack. So I get to W, and I'm really insecure paranoid like you know this was just like w like the, am i ready but the funny thing is that w was literally just across the floor and it was right. like a newsroom so Mile, you could miles see your away. desk like right next door yet miles away <laughs> you could see your desk from yeah, yeah. your new desk right. your old desk from your new desk right. and actually and when i got the job at jane i had to still and well, sorry when i got the job at job at w i still had to do jane so i was like i was i lost about 15 pounds because i would just run Back and forth <laughs> from doing things at Jane, and then Patrick McCarthy needed me. I had to go back to W, and yeah. then back to Jane. But so I'm I'm in my first ideas meeting with Patrick, and he's not loving what I'm pitching because <laughs> I don't, you know, it's my first day and I'm too nervous. And suddenly, apropos of nothing, he's like, "You know who I'd love to see a story on? What's her name from The Sopranos? Edie Falco from what? The Sopranos." And I'm like, 
all right, that's not really who I was thinking. I, I'm your beauty as a W person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 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 he was he had a legit point because he basically meant like the hair and the makeup and the oh, nails. Oh, the, like the character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So sorry, it wasn't Edie Falco. It was Carmela Soprano. Got it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you know. So get to the people at HBO, prepare, you know, to set up the interview. Did I watch one episode? <gasps> bad, I'm like, bad I'm like, it's about the mafia. Bada bing, bada boom. I saw Married to the Mob. Yeah. I saw Bugsy. And I think in <laughs> retrospect, I was so afraid that instead of just like, you know, hunkering down and watching every episode and getting every prepared, I was just like, I can do it, I can do it. Just, you know, yeah. just ask you to do it. And it, it went as well as you would think it went. Uh-oh. And I mean, she, she wasn't horrible to me, but I, she's a smart woman. I think she could see right through me. So, um, so that yeah. was memorable. That maybe. was memorable. That was the first one. Can I include Serge Normant? I mean, yeah, the yeah. hairstylist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. so he's, he's a beauty celebrity, and he certainly works with other celebrities. He's with Sarah Jessica Parker. They're joined at the hip. But when he opened his new salon, he and his PR gave W the exclusive. So I spent so much time with him, and I got two pages out of it, maybe three, which was you know kind of unheard yeah, of for a, lot. a W feature. And... Um, just he's just such a sweet, sensitive soul, and I would I'd be transcribing the interviews, and I you know I worked seven days a week. I just like was so into it, and I'd be transcribing, and I'd be crying my eyes out because he really just put himself out there for me about his vulnerable childhood and growing up gay and didn't know who he was, and it was just you mm-hmm. know, and, it, and the piece came out well, and I was I was pretty proud of that. Deneuve, I just remember she smoked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, have to ask you what what quality, just like one word, would help helped you succeed most in your career? Inquisitive. Hmm. Good. And asking the questions, but not asking too many questions. Like I remember. Okay, I'll just get rid of one of these. When I, <laughs> sorry, I remember when I worked for Felicia Malevich, and I wanted to impress. It's all about me wanting to impress people, isn't it? Sorry. And I, we, lie down? we were meeting with exactly. We, we were meeting with some client, and I, I asked a million questions because I thought like that's what you do. That's what the good reporter does. And after they left, she's like, Jane, please. So many questions. I thought you'd never stop. And and she was right. Like there is, you got to edit yourself. Just like as a writer, you edit yourself. You can edit the questions too. Because I think I just wanted to hear my own voice. Mm. And I wanted to impress the boss, and I wanted to be like, so what is the main ingredient? Da, da, da. No, just ask what you want to know. Ask what you need to know. Ask what your reader wants to know. And the rest, you know. Okay, well, then I'll ask what I want to know. <laughs> um, you've had a big career in print journalism, and, you know, the digital beauty space is growing so much. What's, what do you think of the beauty websites now, and what are some of your favorites, and what do you think they do well and don't do well compared to print? I think the voices are good in them. Um, I don't, I don't relate to all of them because some of them are, are geared toward a younger audience, Mm -hmm. um, which I respect, but I think, I feel like the over 40 audience could use a little more attention, uh, in that category. This whole influencer thing I'm finding very interesting because... Yes, tell. Did you read the article in Women's Wear Daily? The influencer will see you now? Yeah, yeah. 
Was that what it was called? Yeah, it was something like, like that. Three, four months yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And it was basically saying that brands are giving their money to influencers. Mm-hmm. And influencers are are um, transparently saying, I'm being paid for this post. And how the consumer is fine with that and prefers that versus print that could be connected to advertising. And I just dropped the paper on the subway. It was depressing. It was depressing, but it was also like, is this the world we live in now? And are my journalism rule book of ethics that I was raised on, is that, does that need, is that, does that need to be abridged? <laughs> does that yeah. need to be updated? Yeah. And, and I go back and forth on how I feel about it. What excites you about the beauty industry today? The brands, the people, what's going on with all the new companies coming out? I love the fact that organic brands are actually doing something, that organic products are doing something, and how not, organic doesn't mean it's going to smell like patchouli and come in some, you know, uh, burlap bag. And <laughs> I mean, I've seen you in some things that look like a burlap bag, Jean. That is true. I, I, <laughs> you are happy at heart. <laughs> I rock a burlap bag. I do. I do. But yeah, but the natural is are the natural you. is 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 being taken very seriously and it's effective yeah and i remember the time when it was like you know made by women whose names were like star <laughs> or, you know, or whatever and you know they lived in telluride oh i think i'm thinking of astara, astara? oh yes oh my god wasn't her all, all those masks in different all colors to different colors yeah, yeah. like the tony and yeah. tina era oh, the tony, tony and tina, tina. Well, they're still, I still follow them on instagram she, she's they're, they're doing something now or she's doing something now she we're we're playing email tag Ooh. but my point is it's weird because for my skin, I try really hard to use only organic products on it. Mm. But then I'll grab me a Bela Chic Recherche and I'll <laughs> Just think burn that off. Probably <laughs> not. That P50 lotion is like it's an genius. acid dip for me personally. <laughs> but it's genius. So you're not just into beauty, you're also a foodie. Anyone can call themselves a foodie. Oh, just a little little tip for you there. Okay. Well, when I, one of the first things I wrote, I think I forget who was interviewing me for it, but like, if you if you put your apron on a certain way, you fold it down and you wrap it around twice, and if you instead of a pot holder, you like take a dish towel and fold it and take your hot pan out that way, you impress people. If you crush garlic with your fist, (laughs) people are like, oh, she's a foodie. Like I, that's why it's called the fraudulent chef. Wait, what is about, called the fraudulent oh, sorry. chef? That was not part of the question. Sorry. So I have a food blog called the fraudulent chef. At last count, I have uh, 10 loyal followers. <laughs> Stop it. So, um, well, the fraudulent chef's very buzzy right now. Well, in this room, maybe. It's, <laughs> Two it, of them are right here. It is, it is struggling to get, like, my dog, which is my higher standard, that's her handle, has so many more followers on Instagram than the fraudulent chef does. But I also think that I haven't figured out WordPress the right way to so people can comment and people can join. Like if mm-hmm. you guys can give me a primer on WordPress, I'd really appreciate it. But anyway, so yes, yeah, so I started this food blog because I'm surrounded by foodies. Yeah, I feel like you've always had a lot of foodie friends and then you became one of them. Well, almost every single one of my best friends either owns a restaurant, writes at a food magazine, or is a chef. So I never was really into creating 
food. I, but, but it's one of those things where, like, the way you get into any hobby, one person turns you on to something that he or she made, and then you're like, I could make that. I feel like it started, correct me if I'm wrong, I went to your house once, and you, like, put out these chickpeas that were, like, all razzle-dazzled, and I was like... That was Jamie Rosen's recipe. Oh, my God. And I was like, wait well, a second. Okay, that's the other... Jane Cook's? And you were like, oh, they're easy. They were easy. Pre- and then it just went, like, crazy from there. I think what I what I like to think of Fraudulent Chef is you get the depre- you know self-deprecating humor in again, right? Uh-huh. And then you get the cooking, but then you also get a little of the lifestyle in It's an too. analogy to beauty, though. As you're talking about it, I'm like, there's so many things it has in common. Like, you can yeah. make it your own. There's all different new yeah. knowledge and vocabulary to learn. Mm-hmm. And you experiment. And yeah. if you fail, and it's, it's about okay. Ingredients. It's like, Absolutely. you could just wash it off. You could just start right. again. Right. Well, since you have such good tips about food and many other things, this leads us into a little game we wanted to play with you. Actually, it's not really a game. It's like a speed round of interviewing. Okay. It's what Jane says about... Jane says... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I can totally see you two in the office back in the day. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go through a bunch, of, a bunch of questions with you. Give us, like, what first comes to mind. All right. It's, yeah, it's just, like, word association. Fast, okay. fast, fast, fast. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Chickpeas. It'll be good. Okay. Horseradish. Okay. <laughs> What's the weirdest beauty event you ever attended? <gasps> oh, it was, it was, can I say who the brand was? Yeah. If you want it, to. It was for Clarence, and it was, like, a love ceremony, and it was down in this neighborhood, and... It was, oh, it was for like mother, it was celebrating mothers. It was a fragrance launch, I think. And a mother and daughter talked about their, expressed their love for each other. It was like being at a wedding and we all were looking oh, at each other like, awkward. what is going on? It was at least eight years ago, I'd say. Oh, that sounds I'm so glad I thought of that oh, one. Oh, again, <laughs> What's a beauty treatment you would never get again? Never. Waxing. Waxing what? The Brazilian wax. Okay. And like you, I have lasered everything. And when I was listening to your podcast, like, Laser is the answer to everything. Well, that answers our next question. Oh. <laughs> What's the Ruby Beauty treatment you couldn't live without? Laser. Wow. <laughs> like, it, it took a while. It was, it was a dedication of almost like a year, I think. Okay, I can't wait to ask this one. Biggest grammar or writing pet peeve of writers who you've edited? You were such oh. a grammar Nazi. Oh. I loved it. The the I versus me. And people do it all the time. Really smart people on the radio and will say they gave it to, to her and I. And I'm like, or she and I. Put it singular. Put it singular and you know what it is. Just between you and I, I want to <laughs> punch you in the face. <laughs> but what's frightening me, and this goes back to our whole conversation before about social media and what the norm is. I, one of my biggest fears is that that will become correct. Oh, they I don't mean, care. But that will become out correct the window, according to like Roger. No, that's a for example. But whatever the you know authority of correct grammar will one day say it should changing. be between you yeah. and I. And oh my God, mm. yeah. Best way, best way, this best way <laughs> to get out of attending an event. Ooh. I am so busy. I'm on deadline. I'm sorry, I can't. Ooh, like that. Okay. True. I'm still, at, or, or I'll be like, and, and this will be true, I'm still at the office. Like, hi, I know the event's almost over, I'm still at the office, and I have a good couple hours left. Well, that's usually the truth, you know? That's usually the it's truth. usually the truth. No. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth. This is going to be hard for you. One favorite perfume. Oh, okay, I got it. It's called A City on Fire, and it's by this brand called Imaginary Authors, 
and it's based in either Seattle or Portland. I think the guy's name is Josh Meyer. And you both, I think, know that I just basically want to smell like a fireplace. And, wh- and is that's that what my it thing. Like? It smells like a fireplace, but there's a little bit of tobacco in it too. And my husband just the other day said he loves it, which is great. And he said, "There's a little cigarette in there." And I thought, because I million years ago I used to smoke. Yeah. And I cannot stand the smell of cigarette smoke, so I'm a little curious about that. Like, if you light up a cigarette a block away, I'll yell at you and then walk away. Like it's. Yeah, but tobacco without lighting tobacco, it up is right, like raisiny and good. But the fact that Bertrand said it smells, there's a little cigarette there. Uh-oh. So I was like, well, but, Ooh, but no. that's exciting. You yeah. Go it smells it. good. Um, best smelling person in the beauty industry? I probably have to say Sarah Brown. Ooh, what does she wear? She wears um, Lee's Mediterranean by Frederick Mall. And every time I smell it, it's like, oh, right. Okay, that's yours. It's not mine. And Sarah Brown was the beauty director of Vogue until yes, about still a beauty last writer. year. Yep. Okay, yes. who is your biggest crush in the beauty industry? You have a desk side with them, you get all excited. Maybe Fabrice Pinel? Maybe Ben Gorham? Fabrice is the head of La Lebo. Were you, you going to say Ben Gorham? Well, everybody yeah. Everyone's is podcast, Ben Gorham. Is obsessed yeah, with ben him. loves Ben. F- Fabrice is the head of, I'm sorry. La Lebo. Oh, Le Lebo. Who? But, but I don't flirt with him. He's also like a brother. I have to think it didn't it. have to be a love crush. It could just be a crush. There you go. Either Fabrice or, or Donald Robinson. I mean, they made the... And you were the first to... Can I also say this yeah. in case people don't know? This woman started that whole damn Le Labo Santal thing that took over the entire Thank city. Thank you. I and smelled it on Jane first. And, and they I, made those candles for your yeah, wedding. Yeah, they did. And now I yeah. can't wear it. Because everybody wears it. Because everyone wears it. You it drives me crazy. Everyone. It drives me crazy yeah, yeah, because I judge... So people don't go by. I judge don't, who, you? Who, who can wear it and who can't. And when we started, it was this little club. Like my friend Becca wore it, and who else? Wore it? I can't remember. But you know, it was we had, we had it under control. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then everyone started wearing it. And they were so happy to be in the club. And I was like, "Have you, a, you know, have you applied for a job in our club? <laughs> have you yeah. written a letter of request that like you my barista does not need to be in the little Well, right that's now. the thing about fragrance though because like it starts as this secret little thing and then it explodes and it's such a good scent that it only makes sense that it explodes but then you kind of move on like I yeah. have said to Fabrice you need to make me a new thing that is smoky like fireplace yeah. smoky and he's like, oh, it's harder than I thought. I don't know <laughs> like my French accent there? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> he, he doesn't smoke. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the, um, the democracy of fragrance. Yeah. Um, okay. Most prized possession? Aside from my dog? Aside from my dog? Sure. <gasps> wow, that's a good one. Probably our house in the Berks. Got it. We go there every weekend and it just keeps me sane. What's yeah. um what's the coziest thing you own? The sweater I'm wearing right now. It's it looks a, very there's cozy. a really good story. Can I tell you the story about it? Tell us the story. Okay. This is from the row. And oh yep, exactly. <laughs> Bow down. <laughs> Back in the fall when Grace Coddington came out with her fragrance. Uh, I got an interview with her and I was so nervous because the few times that I had seen her in passing or introduced myself to her even like when she was there with Didi and Malaysia or something I got a very cold stare 
back from her. Like, I remember one time at, at some Louis Lacari event, I was talking to Dee, Dee she came over and I said, hi, Grace, I'm Jane Larker, da 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 And I just got handshaking and an icy cold stare to the point that I walked away like, whoa, like what was that? It was laughable. But I think it's just her way yeah. because, so I have this interview. I'll get to the happy ending in a minute. I have this interview and I'm very nervous. So I, I was at Bergdorf for some event or something and I'm like, oh, what can I wear? What can I wear? So I went to the row and bought this sweater, which was, let's just say it was over a thousand dollars. And I go do the interview, and she's great, and she's accommodating. And I tell her I didn't get the perfume bottle yet, and she's furious about that. Like she was great; it was a great interview. So the next day, I return the sweater because it was I over a thousand dollars. I don't want to spend. Yeah, it was over a thousand dollars, and the tag was still on the whole time. So I return it. So a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine's wife is one of the designers at the row, so I got invited to the sample sale. And there and it was. There was the sweater and now that made mine. Grace Coddington like you. That made that was the <laughs> only reason. The only reason. And I've so I've worn the sweater just about every day over holiday break. Such a, to the point that I said I said to my husband, I'm like, honey, I'm gonna I'm wearing it again. Like it might smell, but I can't take it off. It's just so. You're never gonna have to comfy. like take a sweater shaver to it. I just took one to it. Does it looks like I need to do more? Right? It, pill, it, it might pills. need a little bit more soon. It pills more. Even the than row sweaters pill. The row sweaters pill. Damn it! But it's like a lucky sweater. It's really cozy looking. Okay, we're in cozy mode. So, what movie are we watching? What's your favorite movie? Broadcast news. You she gifted oh, me, my God, which I, I gave to Jess. Yeah, Jane gave it to me as a gift. She said everyone needs to, ha- to have it. When I was a, a young. I, rec- I, I recently had a, had a sad, sad day, and I put it on TV, and I was just like, yes. And I can recite all the lines from it. I love that movie. Best hostess gift, since people come to your house and give you little gifts. What do you like? Or what do you like to give? Yeah. Uh, we usually bring a bottle of wine. There's this brand called Naomi, which is a great red, and it's very affordable. It's not spelled like Naomi. I think it's M-E-I-O. Am I? I'll check that and let you know because you're both writing it down. We are. We're going to put it on the blog. Okay, what's the chicest nail color? Uh, don't look at mine now. <laughs> my nails are about as tidy as my gray hair. Um, I always love a grayish. What, what's the ultimate grayish? Actually, isn't there one that's called grayish from Chanel even, I think? Mm, no, I, I think it was called Mystere or something, wasn't it? The Chanel? I'm not sure what it's remember. called. by Jean Larkworthy. Mm. Essie has some great ones because Essie has everything from like oh, that a chinchilla. 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 Exactly. Yes. That's a good one. Who's your style icon? I'd say Melina Joseph. Who's that? She's a team magazine. She's one of the fashion editors. She wears Comme des Garçons like no one can. She wears J.W. Anderson perfectly. And she's like really naturally pretty and like wears these really cool clothes but she's also the nicest person I think that has to do with being a good style mm-hmm. icon there I go again about the whole nice thing um, and she's not like six feet tall and model thin she just wears these clothes so well there's you know there are certain people in life who look like they never spill anything on their clothes yes, yes. they look like everything is is curated in a cedar closet and it you, everything's labeled they wear and, ecru yeah <laughs> and, but, I can't pull off that color do you think people say this about me? No. 
<laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're coming to the end here, but the, we haven't even talked beauty products yet. So you have to tell us what you, what your favorites. You've done this for a while. What's in your bag? Do you even have your bag with you? It's behind you. Okay, number one. Okay, oh. Burt's Bees lip balm. An essential. The original. <clears throat> I probably have... I probably have at least 200 of these scattered throughout my life. You weren't expecting that. What is that? This body, is, mind, this is, sport? No, body, mint. Oh, body, it's mint, sport. It's, <laughs> body, mind, and sport. It's called body, mint, and it's chlorophyll tablets. Oh. And what do those do? I was doing a story for W's website about going off deodorant. And so I stopped using the aluminum stuff, and then I would try all these natural ones, but none of them worked for me. And one of the editors there was like, oh, just take chlorophyll. I take chlorophyll twice a day, taking it for 15 years. And it not only helps curb body odor, curbs foot odor, curbs halitosis. Can you tell? <laughs> that's our, that's that's our, our little big pet peeve. We're always nervous And fear. About. Like fear. Yeah. It's a fear. More like, like paranoia. And are people going to tell you or they're not going to tell you? Like it's this weird thing. And when people lean away from us, we're Oh my God. Like, oh, oh, why are they leaning oh, away? Yeah. Oh, so if you take body mint sport chlorophyll, your, your secretions are less odoriferous. Your <laughs> secretions are. And speaking of secretions, other secretions are very green. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Okay. Which is, you know, like, oh, wow, well, it's funny. Not a great side effect, but hey. Yeah. But who cares? But it's you don't smell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Funny. Um, and there are, there are different, there's like, a, there's like a lady one, and there's the regular one, and sport, because I need, a, I need heavy duty in my... Strong enough in my <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm like, if Mitchum, if Mitchum were 100% organic, I'd use it. Okay, what else you got in that um, bag of tricks? Nars Concealer. Okay. The new creamy New creamy concealer. concealer. Uma Pure Calm Oil. Ooh, that looks nice. This Orbe Airbrush Root Touch-Up Spray. And what's this last little spray bottle? Okay, there is a hairstylist out of Copenhagen, (laughs) Kim Mahoney, who does a lot of editorial work too. So when we were in Copenhagen, I went to his salon, and he told me about this line called Less is More, and it's only organic, and the woman who makes it is not really into packaging <laughs> like she's just really ethical about all the things all the all the ingredients mm-hmm. and so it's not the most exciting looking package but it sprayed on your hand it smells less is more kind of divine chitin spray? Chitin spray it's it's really just a like a groomer jane you've Very inspired nice. me to like go wear oatmeal colored clothes <laughs> and sit by a fireplace and learn to cook and play with my dog also be beautiful and write and make sure grammar is good What'd you learn, Jess? I mean, I always learn from Jean. I love you. I, I love, love you seeing too. you. You're this so nice. Thanks. Can Thanks, I come back? Of course. Anytime. Okay. Thanks, Jean. Thanks, guys. It's time to raise a wand. Raise. <laughs> raise. I give up. Okay, ready? Here's what oh, I got. Oh, wow. Whoa. Go on drugstore. Affordable luxury. Maybelline New York. Dream cushion. Fresh face. Liquid foundation on the go. Cushion compact. Have you seen this? I have. It just came out. I am not usually a cushion compact fan. Here's why. Two things. One, I think they look chalky. When they came over from Korea, very high on the zinc oxide, all those <laughs> natural skin ingredients. Everybody looked like an ashy bastard. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I wasn't onto it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Ashy Bastard is definitely the name of my solo project. Um, DJ Ashy Bastard. But that aside, keep going. That's the funniest thing I've heard all week. I feel like it's a character on like South Park. I don't know. Okay. That's the funniest thing. That's bad cushion compacts. A good cushion compact. I feel like it, they finally have gotten Americanized. So Maybelline did one that just came out and it's luminous. It is like a luminizing foundation, but in that so you're still giggling. I'm trying I'm to going raise the wand here. I'm going to be going to sleep tonight giggling into my pillow <laughs> thinking about that. So my color is warm nude. I don't think you need the silly sponge. It doesn't really work, but I'll dab my fingers on the little on the little um, the cushion where the luminous foundation formula is. Dab it on my face. It it's like it's glowy and fresh, but it has some coverage to it. Does it give you enough coverage? Because my complaint yes. with these things are you don't get enough coverage. You're no, kind of with this cushion cover, I don't think it's actually about the cushion. I think it's about the foundation formula. It's a nice, sheer, luminizing foundation that blends in really well. And so, okay, it's on a little portable thing that I like that doesn't make me look like an ashy bastard. So <laughs> I am saying dream cushion is a dream. Okay, I like that. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like 11 bucks. It's a good, good price point. What do you got? Um, are you watching the Mariah Carey like reality series? I'm I'm watching the real Mariah Carey as she melts down in real time. First of all, I saw no, that. but I'm gonna lounge. I just want like Mariah. I just oh need to do every interview and everything just like lounging. <laughs> so fantastic. Okay, why? I'm obsessed with her makeup artist Christopher Buckle, who yes. I say is the real star of the reality series. He's His commentary is hilarious. His makeup is flawless. Everything about him, like raise a I just, wand, to raise a wand to Christopher Buckle. But double wand, he is coming out with a product line that it's QVC, right? Yes, it's coming out in QVC, and I got a sneak peek of some of his products. And there's one that's so genius that I'm like, how come I haven't seen this before? It comes in this little duo called, and this is just so him because like he always has like little quips. A trick or two. Like, okay. how cute is this? It's a little pack of, it's a dual-ended eyeliner and mascara duo, but it's the eyeliner that really does it for me. I've been really staying away from all kinds. I've been using mostly pencils lately, like chubby pencils, like a chubby Charlotte Tilbury, like um, Color Chameleon, or like a little Rock and Coal. But I love this kind of... It's a liquid um, liner? It's a liquid liner, but it's like a pen. Like felt almost tip? like a sharp... Yeah, felt tip. Thank you. But because I'm a total, like, moron when I do it, and I don't budget enough time, like, I'm, like, running for work, and it's like, oh, they're not even, and, like, and that's the Q-tip, and then it's, like, the concealer's off, and then I have, like, half an eye. Mm-hmm. You know how long it takes to do a cat eye. You need to budget in, like, 45 minutes. Remember, they're sisters, not twins. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the other end is this felt tip that floods with remover. <gasps> So all you have to do to get that, like, you know, to even them out, instead of taking, like, you know... Instead of making it bigger and bigger and bigger. bigger, Instead of making bigger and bigger and bigger and then taking, like, a credit card and, like, using that as a guideline or, like, getting a Q-tip. Flip over the pen. Flip over the pen and then you just use this (gasps) to strike it out and it becomes an eraser. So it's got liquid eyeliner on one end and, and then a felt tip with a makeup remover yes. on the other. And it's not, it's not there to clean up big mistakes. It's there to ki- to refine and define your like flick or your just your line. It is so smart. I can't believe I haven't seen this from one of the luxury brands before. Raise a wand. And we're dying to have Christopher on the podcast at some point because he freaking cracks me up when he... Uh, 
talks about Mariah. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode, so I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at Fat Mascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.